Hello, everyone. How are you? There we go. Yeah, yeah that's kind of my, that's my sexy. That's my sexy voice. Yeah. So, welcome back. This is our first uh, podcast of 2018. And Scott, you you know what else this is the first for? What's that? Uh, the first podcast we've done where I have a new microphone. New mic. You know, we've got to you know iron out the bugs still. We'll figure it. We'll figure it out. Yeah, it might be a little bit echoey, but we do have a new mic because it's kind of about our theme of 2018, onward and upward. Is that what – so 2018 is like we're not going to look behind. We're going straight ahead. We're going up. With a new mic. Right. New mic, a new format, new logo maybe. Who knows? Who knows how far we're going to go? Yeah, a new new name for our podcast, 101 History Comedy. Oh, my God. It's all backwards. You know that's like the even, uh, even 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 our tonation is back. No, that's like the or, new or our sting. It's our sting. That's like the new thing the kids are all doing on the Facebook is they're putting their names in backwards. Oh, yeah. I, you call that ironic? <laughs> no, they're just doing it so people can't find them. Oh, nice. Ah, nice. yeah, it was pretty. I was like, oh, interesting. All right. Or they just go on the Instagram. Oh, the kids are all on Instagram, yeah. Love, yeah, love yeah, Instagram. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so anyways, uh, what we just heard a clip from uh, was from the 1992 uh, animated short Frog Baseball, which was designed and created by – by who, Scott? Mr. Mike Judge. Mr. Mike Judge. Who and... was uh, – sorry, go ahead. No, you go, dude. No, this is very exciting because this is actually a podcast where we're talking about a gentleman that um, we've met. I don't know. You've met Mike. Did you meet him? Or um, I met him once through Johnny down yeah, at the Vulture yeah. Room. Yeah. yeah. So we've, we've both met the subject of our podcast or, you know, the creator of, our, of the subject of our podcast. So I thought that was interesting. Because no, what we do is we drop names here on Comedy History 101. <laughs> Sometimes you do, some, as you do. And uh, as we do, as we do. But uh, the the thing is that that was that's that was the animated short that spun off into the TV series Beavis and Butthead. And uh, if you've been living under a rock for you know the last uh, couple decades, you know Beavis and Butthead 
was uh, the animated series that ran on MTV from 1993 to 1997, and then again it picked up again in 2011. <laughs> <laughs> what, how, what, what would you say the premise of Beavis and Butthead is? Uh, it's basically so. Uh, actually, I, I was going to highlight this with you, uh, uh-huh. Harmos. There's a point I was going to bring up. Basically, it's a, the adventures of two kind of metalhead teenage kids in the country somewhere. Now, uh, maybe this is a good place to start. If you you know if you'd like, the thing is, you pointed out that or you read somewhere that it takes place in Albuquerque, which could uh-huh. make sense which was Mike Judge's hometown. But actually, I don't think they ever say where they are in any of the episodes. Right. So, yeah. you know, it, it could – so what you're saying is it could or couldn't be Albuquerque. Well, some people have also said that it might be Texas because <laughs> Judge is also from Texas. He was from Dallas. He, he lived in Texas when he did this. He was living in Dallas when he made the show. So they're thinking it could be like one of those weird Dallas suburbs or something. Ah, interesting, but we have some of Mike Judge's earlier work that might even signal exactly where that was. So, um, Frog Baseball originally was a short created in 1992 for Spike and Mike's Sick Sick and Twisted Film Festival, and it was shown at the Midnight Show. Right, yeah, that was, uh, I remember actually, I remember actually seeing this at the Spike and Mike thing. So that must have been 91 or 92 I think but 92. Yeah, so the sad thing is, <coughs> sadly, uh, Spike and Mike, they almost, the end of the festival almost coincided with the rise of the internet. So, like, looks like the last year they kind of did it was 2002. Yeah, yeah. So before, uh, for those who might not know what uh, Spike and Mike's Sick and Twisted uh, Film Festival, um, before there was YouTube, uh, you had to actually go out and see animated shorts at a cinema. <laughs> yeah, exactly. or or on a VHS tape. What does you, VHS stand that for? You, uh, video home system. Uh, yeah, tape... yeah, you had to see it on your video home system, t- and then you would have to have tape. Tra- that was this is a, this, this a whole another podcast again. But the whole the idea. Yeah, of... yeah, 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 yeah. See, I didn't think I had to comment. Well, the idea, the whole idea of tape traders, where you'd have you used to have to like trade tapes with people, you know, and then mail them. Physically, you know, hey, I, I found this great uh, Beavis and Butthead cartoon. I'll mail it to you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, how it came about was um, someone from MTV saw the short at uh, Spike and Mike's Sick and Twisted Film Festival, and then it, it then it premiered on a, a MTV show they had called Liquid Television. Ah, uh, Liquid Television, home of a- Aeon Flux. <laughs> Yeah, and that was like kind of the first thing they were using uh, CGI computer graphics, you know, back in the '90s, and that was. Uh... Yeah, there's a lot of like I remember of what I remember of Liquid Television, a lot of uh, animation that looked like Max Headroom. Right. Yeah, there was, there was a lot of that, and just. Um, but you know, it was interesting, and then I I know it's we're gonna sound like old dudes here, but it's back when the MTV would actually kind of do some original kind of daring programming. You know, like like Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead. Well, Liquid Television itself. You know, that was, you know, that was crazy to to see that on TV. You know, that's like where you would have to go to watch cool new stuff. That's where you. That's where you go. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was kind of like the animated uh, YouTube. Uh, right, exactly, yeah. So, and then now you have YouTube, so there's really no place for a liquid television. No, there's not. You can just, you can, everything's on demand now. So you just, you just go, I want to go watch this, blah, blah, blah. There it is. Yeah. So <laughs> why, don't, why don't we spin back and tell you know a little bit about who this Mike Judge guy was and how he came into you know doing animation. Okay. Uh, go ahead, Tarvin. <laughs> uh, go ahead, jump in at any time. I'm just reading down the list. So no, no. Well, we, I mean, the, the first, the first trade off on the well, segments. Well, I think the first, the first thing when you see about Mike Judge, it says he was born in Ecuador, and you're, oh, that's that's weird. But like, because his dad was a uh, archaeologist and working down there, I think. Right. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So he. Uh, that's weird, you know. That's an unusual place to be born, but that's interesting if you're not from Ecuador. But uh, yeah, so his dad, yeah, his dad was a uh, archaeologist uh, that was working down there, and then wound up getting, I think, a big kind of professorship in Albuquerque. Yeah, that's right. I think his father worked for a nonprofit organization promoting agricultural development in Ecuador. Okay. Which is kind of brainy, and his mother was a librarian. Um, so he actually he didn't start out in animation. Um, he went to the University of California in San Diego, and he studied physics. UCSD, dude, party school. Yeah. No, no, that's not the party school. The party no. school is uh, uh, San Diego State. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, so you, I know because I, I went one semester. Okay, yeah. Yeah, right. no, that's actually a, a right. prestigious good school. But that's not the super – what's the super party school, the one up north? Um, Chico, Chico oh. State. Oh, that's way up north. Yeah, that's yeah. way up north, yeah. Uh, the UC Californias have a lot of party schools in their system. Okay, all right. Like Northridge, San Diego State. Uh, Northridge, uh, that, doesn't, that yeah. one doesn't count. <laughs> so uh, he was becoming interested in a career in science and began to focus on animation and creating uh, short films. But uh, before that uh, – so after graduating in 1986 uh, from uh, UCSD uh, with a bachelor's in science and physics, his first job, which later gets focused on uh, the show Silicon Valley, was working as a programmer for the F-18 Fighter at Support System Associates Incorporated. Yeah, that's that was the first thing I, when I heard an interview with him. It was just that's so crazy. Was like I couldn't imagine that guy, the guy who created Beavis and Butthead, working for developing software for a fighter plane, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and then in 1987, he moved to Silicon Valley to join uh, Parallax Graphics. Am I pronouncing that right? Well, that's, that's good, yeah. Yeah, which was a startup video card company with about 40 employees in uh, Santa Clara. So, All right, you're ready, uh, you're, uh, sorry, I had, I had a trivia note here. Uh, sure. my, my dad went to college in Santa Clara. Nice, dude. And yeah. also in the movie uh, Bend It Like Beckham, uh, uh, the woman's soccer player, uh, how it all pays off. She gets a scholarship to go to Santa Clara. Santa Clara. Oh, fair enough. All right. Yeah, uh, uh, a little, little trivia. It you you learn things here. Yep. It all uh, ties back together. Yeah. Yeah. But what, what's, uh, what's, a, what's a startup video card company? So you're just uh, you're creating just uh, software – uh, to up up your game on video editing. Well, I know I think this is like kind of also well maybe, but it also was back when a lot of news companies were were, were doing this stuff. Like, did you ever have you seen that? Um, uh, a side note, but still I think pertaining to the podcast. Have you seen that um, Tim's Vermeer documentary, the one that Pell that Teller did or or Penn? No, Penn. No, no, no. And who is Tim Vermeer? Uh, so no, it's it, the story is about 
this guy who worked for another for new it's called the New Tech Video Toaster. That was another video card company in in the valley at the same time. And that this is right. the guy who wound up making tons of money because basically every news uh, station in the states used this card and his system mm-hmm. that he invented. And then uh, basically he got so obsessed with uh, he got really obsessed with the painter Vermeer. And so that's the stuff. Oh, wow. Highly recommended documentary if you can get around to it. While we're because t- oh, it, it ties into Mike Judge and drawing and things. Basically, this guy's theory was that what uh, the Vermeer, the painter, was doing was basically project, yeah. pro- projecting a real life image on a wall and kind of tracing it. And so he tried to recreate that in the documentary. I think I saw something about that, but I heard that theory of uh, of kind of Renaissance era painters right, that yeah. were projecting onto the wall and painting it. Yeah, that's that's what that's what about. It. So it's pretty good. Kind of ties into the whole video card thing and uh, mm-hmm. drawing and whatnot. So all right. So when uh, Mike Judge was working in Silicon Valley, uh, how how did that go for him? Did he like it? Did he dislike it? Well, Harmon, let me throw this out here. I would say he yeah. probably didn't care for it too much. I mean, he was just saying uh, he was just like the people there were just I didn't believe what they were. They believed in something, and I don't know what it was, was his quote, <laughs> which is like, which I can see, you know, having worked in the high-tech field myself, you get into the – you get it. It's, it's kind of exciting if you're with a team with a bunch of people working for something, but then you're like, well, you know, we can all get fucked over at any time. You know, it doesn't really matter. This isn't our product. Uh, so oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so uh, yeah. And I've, what I've learned from, like, living in San Francisco and working for startups is uh, when they say, uh, we can't pay you a lot right now, but we're going to give you a lot of stock shares. shares uh, equity, equity. Equity. Uh, that usually means you're gonna be fucked over. Yeah, that's what it is. But uh, yeah, so he got he got a little fed up with that, and then he wound up uh, quitting to become a bass player with a touring blues band. The uh, what was it? Anson Funderburg. Funderburg. Yeah. Uh, wait, actually, no. Let me pronounce it like the Scottish way. Anson sure. Funderburg. <laughs> Funderburg. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is he a known entity? Uh, I don't I'll know. I've never. Heard. Yeah, I've never. I've never heard of him. Yeah, so basically uh, he got fed up with the Silicon Valley sort of lifestyle and he toured with a a blues band as a bass player. But in 1989, after seeing animation cells displayed in a a movie theater, Judge purchased a Bullock 16mm camera and began creating his own animated shorts. I've actually – I've shot with a Bullock 16mm one. It was one of the ones that you had to – Hand wind. He had to like, hand oh wind. yeah, that's yeah. that's what I think of when I think of bullocks. So yeah, yeah. And, and again, so how? What do you know anything about the process of that when he's shooting with a sixty millimeter to create? So he's just creating hand drawn uh, 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 animated cells and then shooting them individually with a bullocks. Yeah, I mean that's that's the deal. When you you put the, you draw it, you put it down, you shoot usually a frame or two. I'm not quite. I don't know exactly how many you do, but then that's what it. That's what it is. And then you put the next one down. Then you shoot. Then you put the next one down. So it's pretty painstaking. So he did it the really old school way. Wow. Yeah. And so to create like something like frog baseball, like how painstakingly do you think that would take to 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 achieve? I don't know. It could be like watching it again. Like what huh? he what he does, and what I think he's really good at. Like he kind of reuses. He'll reuse certain shots a lot. be a lot of reaction shots where like somebody will do something like Beavis will do something and then they'll cut to butthead which is 
essentially there's nothing you know, he's not really, he's just, just a reaction shot of his face so there's no animation involved so he's he's pretty he's pretty sparse with his his style i mean that's if we could talk about the style for a little bit i mean like yeah i think judge is like this is the best example of yeah it looks like shit but it works for some reason i mean i think it i mean it's not like classically beautiful animation but i i think it's entertaining to watch you know yeah, I think it works for it. But Judge was like the highly critical of the animation, you know, just looking back in retrospect, that he actually didn't really like the, uh, you know, uh, coming from like 2018 eyes, didn't right. really like the animation done in in the early like Beavis and Butthead. But you know, I think it works. I think it works. I mean, th- but that's, I think that's part of the deal. I mean, because yeah. I have, I know, I know other people, you know, people that are, that that I've worked with before who do who really want to do animation, but I would just say their animation is just bad. But yeah. whereas Mike Judge, it's I, it, it's so it's got its own style and it kind of work. You know, it's everybody's kind of like everybody's kind of ugly. You know, like especially yeah. if you look at that inbred Jed, he's kind of scary looking. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I think it works. But like the animation style you were talking about, that's like again, that's like a trick from like. Um, early Hanna-Barbera type right. cartoons yeah. where where only like one little portion moves and everything else is sort of stagnant yeah. or reused, yeah, you know? Reused in the background and stuff. I mean, I think it's it's funny going back over this and watching it, especially when you watch the first uh, Frog Baseball when they have the TV at the beginning and then you can see the light bulb in mm-hmm. somebody at MTV's head going off, hey, wait a minute, we can do this. You know, we'll buy we'll buy this cartoon and have them do that to uh, MTV videos, which was I think that was such a big part of the show that you know kind of that's the part that gets cut out when it gets syndicated. You know, when they were watching the videos. Oh yeah, and so yeah. Uh, just to just just to refresh everyone, like the start of Frog Baseball in the original uh, Spike and Mike uh, twisted animation version is uh, Beavis and Butthead are watching like. Are channel surfing like uh, Suzanne Summers, uh, Thigh Master, and a few other, you know, just crappy sort of TV commercials. I guarantee it. Tonight at night. Then I found Thigh Master. With Thigh Master, it's easy to squeeze, squeeze your way to more shape and some Just sort of laughing at it. Yeah, I think the first – actually, the – I can't – I think it's the first one, the very first one they show is the uh, – the, oh, Hair Club for Men. That was it. Yeah. Do you remember that one? That was the one where the uh, – the, what would you like order, mail order hair or something? The Hair Club for Men. Cause he goes, well, he goes, I just remember that dude going, uh, not only am I the president, yeah, but I'm, I'm also a client. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, and it, it, it worked for me. That was it. That's the quote yeah. in there. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that's what that was. Yeah, so uh, easily the pitch of that was like instead of what if what if instead of like having uh, you know infomercials, they were watching MTV videos. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you can see how that t- would totally work. And here, here's a quote from Mike Judge of how he describes uh, the early animations of uh, uh, of that frog baseball era, Beavis and Butthead. He described it as awful. I don't know why anyone liked it. I was burying my head in the sand. <laughs> so, so kind of critical. Yeah. Kind of critical. Yeah, he's, he was a little critical, but he did he did all right by him, you know, and and, uh, and a very ni- a very nice gentleman to be. 
Yeah, so uh, anyways, just to go a little further, like into the very early Mike Judge uh, animation era. So in 1991, he created a short called Office Space. Oh, <laughs> oh hello, Milton. What's <laughs> happening? Um, I'm going to need you to go ahead and move your desk again. So, uh, well, if you could go ahead and just get it as far back into that corner as possible, that'd be terrific. But that way we'll have some more room for some of these boxes and things we need to put in here. Well, okay. And, uh, oh, there's that stapler I've been looking for here. Um, Let me but, just go ahead and get that from you. Thanks. Well, okay, so uh, if you could go ahead and just get to that as soon as possible, that'd be terrific. Well, all right. Thanks a bunch, Milton. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So I I think they I'm ninety nine percent sure they also used to show these on MTV. I know I'm pretty sure I saw Office Space on MTV or not MTV. Uh, Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah. So actually, uh, Comedy Central uh, in 1991 acquired uh, Office Space following an animation following it appearing at an animation festival in uh, Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's in that same sort of Beavis and Butthead <laughs> style. Are you okay, dude? Yeah, dude. So went down the wrong way. It's okay. Oh, right. <laughs> but that information went down the wrong way? <laughs> no. The truth went down the wrong way. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. So that, that was a part of a series of shorts called Milton's Series of Shorts. Okay. So the lead character is uh, Milton. And, and as we all know, that spun off into the, uh, the non-animated feature film Office Space. Yeah, it's so fun. It's so funny how like the watch it, rewatching that, but that is just that is like word for word from the movie, you know. And, and <laughs> yeah. as a matter of fact, here's the stapler scene from the feature movie Office Space. Hi, Milton. What's happening? I'm sorry. Um, I'm gonna have to ask you to go ahead and move your desk again. So, no. if you could go ahead and get it as far back against that wall as possible, that would be great. No. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, it's 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 word for word. So you know, again, like Mike Judge had all these ideas, and you know, he later reused it, like. Going from, you know, one of his first animated shorts, uh, Office Space, to, you know, his time in the 80s working on Silicon Valley, you know, to create the TV show Silicon Valley. Yeah, and here's the thing, though, about, about like, everybody thinks that, you know, looking back, they think that Beavis and Butthead was just an immediate hit. But it 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 was, it was a pretty big hit. But then there was a, uh, you know, it kind of slowed down for a, for a while. But the, after the first season, mm-hmm. you know about that? No, no, I don't. I don't. No, they had to. Well, basically, they did the first season, and then uh, MTV was like, being pretty smart and cagey about it because they saw it was catching on, and then they were like, they held, they stopped showing it for about I think two or three weeks. So they they sh- they showed like the first. Uh, I can't remember how many episodes. They showed the first four or five episodes, maybe. Uh, and yeah. it, was, it started catching a little bit of a buzz, and then they stopped. You know, and then they held back. And then, ah, they, yeah. Ah. Uh, scar- scarcity creates Scarcity, that's right. Marketing Economic 101. Theory. Yep. Theory. Marketing yeah, yeah, yeah. 101. <laughs> yep, that was it. Yeah, so they they kind of held back, and then they went full throttle. So, you know, then it continued to run for another, you know, five or six years with the um, – and then renewed it in, like, whenever was that, 2011? 
Yeah, in, in another uh, 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 KG MTV move, um, I think they paid Mike Judge maybe $10,000 to get the rights for uh-huh. Beavis. Oh, God, yeah, Jesus. With, yeah. With, with, and he had no – he had none of the merch like uh, yeah, in his tracks. Yeah, he didn't get any of that. I remember like when he – so our friend Johnny Hardwick was staying with me. I remember when I was living in Austin, and Mike Judge came by to pick him up. But he did have he did have a new car. He was like, "Yeah, MTV bought me that car." <laughs> yeah, I think it paid off in the end. In the and, end, you yeah, know, yeah. It worked out for Mike Judge in yeah. the end. But uh, yeah, he got basically in the initial contract, he got screwed out of all Beavis and Butthead the royalties. Yeah. And, yeah. and 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 by far there was more money to be made in in the merchandise. <laughs> yeah, but he he made out in the end he made out for okay for himself. That's the thing. Yeah. So, anyways, going back to early Mike Judge's uh, uh, stuff that that led to Frog Baseball in in 1991, he also had a short called uh, Inbred Jed. First, I'd just like to say that it's really great to be here. I mean, it really is. It's it's real good. To, good God, it's good to be here. I, I don't know where to begin to tell you. Damn, it's good to be here. Uh, which also, uh, I think it was financed by Spike and Mike's uh, Sick and Twisted Film Festival, as I read. Okay. The uh, <laughs> I forgot about I actually laughed out loud at the... Uh... Uh, play some Skinnerd, that guy. Play yeah. some Skinnerd, man. Yeah, so basically, just explain the plot of uh, Inbred Jet, that that animated short. Uh, let our folks uh, who are listening know. Well, there's not really much of a plot. It's just Inbred Jed and his band, the uh, Texas, the Hillbillies. I can't remember the name of his band. But they're they're just playing music, and they're the uh, assorted regulars of the town are watching them, including one guy who just continues shouts out. Play some Skinners, but I think <laughs> I think what was what's the funniest part is the voiceover at the end that kind of wraps it all up. So it just makes it more, it makes it funnier than just stupid. You know, here's stupid people being dumb watching country music. You know, the uh, voiceover at the end it, it turns into a, a public service announcement against inbreeding. Boy, Before you decide to have children, check to make sure that you and your spouse are not related. Remember, inbreeding is everybody's problem. Oh yeah, and so and again, here's another tie to Beavis and Butthead. Uh, the character, the aforementioned character you just uh, uh, spoke about, uh, who yells, "Play some Skinnerd," was later named Dave and appeared in a few early Beavis and Butthead episodes. Yeah. <laughs> was... Most notably, the episode "Way Down Mexico Way." Okay, all right, very nice. <laughs> but here, here is the overleap, the overreaching loop that ties this together and brings us back to modern day Mike Judge and Beavis and Butthead um, when 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 Frog Baseball the Beavis and Butthead short first appeared at Spike and Mike's uh, Sick and Twisted Film Festival uh, how it opened how the short opened was a title card that said Inbred Jed's homemade cartoons with the character Inbred Jed staring at the camera and cackling kind of like the MGM uh, lion Right, but he was kind of it was kind of an evil hillbilly inbred cackle. Yeah, so again, that tied into like early Mike Judge's uh, early animation, 
which uh, forwarded into, like, spun off into uh, Frog Baseball with Beavis and Butthead, which spun off into the Beavis and Butthead MTV series, which... And this, this is, this, we're on the home stretch here, and we're going to wrap this all up nicely, which spun off into King of the Hill and, and the not so often mentioned Good Family, mm-hmm. uh, which, uh, which spun off into Office Space and Silicon Valley and Idiocracy, bringing us back up to date with the Mike Judge uh, we know, which all started with his animated shorts. And his time working in Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. Nice wraparound. And then again, we did know, we do know one of the, uh, a couple of the writers on The Good Family. I, actually, I think that those guys also wrote wrote for the, the Beavis and Butthead when it came back out. Harmon, and, not, not Harmon, that's you. Uh, Chip and Howard Kramer wrote for, I think they, I, I know Chip did. Chip wrote for the new. Oh, uh, really? That's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Nice. And so then, just to take us home, Scott, what do you think Frog Baseball's place is in comedy history? Comedy history? Well, you know what? This is Here's the thing. And I think this is even back then. This is true today. Uh, you know, because especially with all the YouTube stuff that's going on. And, you know, because I know I know all those guys who started Rooster Teeth, which is crazy. Which is basically these guys started making videos and putting them on YouTube, which is basically what Mike Judge was doing before YouTube. You know, he made his fraud baseball. He's like, I, you know, I don't like being a uh, software engineer. Uh, you know, I want to play bass. I want to make cartoons. He just bought himself a camera, went out there and did it. And that's, you know, that's ch- Chut's paw. Yeah, I guess that's an excellent uh, uh, summary because it, it, he was part of the DYI culture, you yeah. know, and he just like, Okay, I I know there's this film festival out there. I have these ideas. Um, uh, there isn't a YouTube. I know he didn't say that to himself because he wouldn't right. know what he a YouTube know. is. How could you have said that? There's no YouTube, so what do I do? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, the next best thing to YouTube was just, you know, film it yourself and get it into this animation festival. And, and you know, it was it was a huge festival back then, you know? Yeah, that, the Spike and Mike was a big deal because it, it also toured around the country. So it was yeah, kind and, of – it was very proto-internet. And, 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 and by the way, just a sub-note, uh, 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 the, 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 the golden boy of that festival was uh, Bill Plimpton. Oh, yeah, Bill Plimpton and Don Hertzfeld. He was another big one that was in there. Yeah, and, and again, in, even in Mike Judge's early animation, you could see a bit of a Bill Plimpton style. Within uh-huh. the animation. Oh yeah, definitely. And and well, Don Hertzfeld even at just as much so too, because he he was like he he did like stick figures and stuff. Yeah. 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 So there we go. We wrapped it up with a nice bow. Uh, our first podcast episode of 2018 for Comedy History 101. So once again, please subscribe on YouTube. Please comment. Donate. Uh, on our website, uh, Words Over Chair, where where you can actually read more about this podcast, and we will have all the clips that we mentioned uh, in the podcast will be up on uh, Words Over Chair on our, our production company's website. Uh, anything else, Scott? Anything you want to plug? Um, do I have anything to plug? No, not yet. I have a couple, uh, a few different movies in the in the works. Uh, everyone out there probably knows that Harmon and I both are doing uh, videos for a very cool website called Timeline. So I just finished one uh, about the Berlin Wall. So that's up there. And what was the last video that you did, Harmon? 
Well, I'm working on one on Mobs Mabley, which will also be a uh, podcast uh, episode. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, and also, just last little plug, I have a new book out called Meet the Deplorables, Infiltrating Trump America. It's about my other life, which is going out undercover in disguise and uh, infiltrating extremist groups in America. In this case, it's Trump America. So you can check that out on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, um, or my website, HarmanLeon.com. And then you can also find these uh, podcasts at WordsOverChair.com. And you can also, uh, also on iTunes, Spotify. And I don't think we're on Spotify yet, but you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Last FM, uh, Stitcher, right? Yeah, and a few other places. All right. So until next time, bye bye. Bye. <laughs> You're stupid. Everybody's so stupid. Good thing about doing comedy in Russia, you have captured audience. You're stupid. Everybody's so stupid. Comedy History 101.